here is a mind-blowing piece of research. On the basis of 250,000 datasets, it has been estimated that even though our happiness is determined 50% by our genetic makeup and 10% by our life circumstances, what truly matters is the remaining 40%. That 40% of our happiness depends fully on the activities and habits that we repeat daily that shape our happiness. It is not surprising then that happy people have happiness-boosting habits that help them to sustain positive well-being even in the most challenging circumstances. In this episode of Determination and Happiness, I have invited Christine Handy, a mother of two, a breast cancer survivor, international speaker, accomplished model, best-selling author, and a nationally recognized humanitarian, to talk about her story of finding determination and purpose in pain. And I'm Claudia Mitura, work psychologist and learning and development specialist. And you are listening to End Happiness, a quest to explore the bold question, what makes us happy? Christine, welcome to End Happiness. I am so excited to see you and hear you. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. Christine, Tell us a little bit more about your story and most importantly, what does it mean to be determined to you? Gosh, determined. It's such a full word. Determination is necessary in life. I was determined at 11 years old to become a model. That doesn't take a little bit of a determination. That takes a lot of courage. I have to be my biggest cheerleader. In the modeling world, you have to always promote. You always have to show up. And so that got me through my career as a model. I've been a model for 40 years. And when I started to get sick, I had breast cancer. I have a fused arm. I have chronic pain. I had a colon resection where I almost died on the table. And I had two blood transfusions. I've had 23 non-elective surgeries. I've had 28 rounds of chemotherapy. I mean, we could go on and on. I became determined to do something with that pain. And so my determination, even in chronic pain right now, is to make my life as good as it can be. And so I wake up every morning and I take a walk, even though I wear a sling because of the pain. And when I'm on my walk, I smile at people, I talk to people, because throughout my day, from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep at night, I'm determined to serve and inspire and to help other people. If I can serve and lead and help other people and I'm determined to do that, at the end of the day, I don't go to bed worried that I've done something wrong and I don't go to bed worried that I've left something behind. So my determination has served me in many good ways, but it's also served in bad ways, right? Like I was determined to become that model and I was determined to be a successful model. That costs me a lot in my life because this physical facade, this external facade that I was so focused on for 30 years before I started to get sick, that became who I knew. And so when I unveiled that, because I was forced to, with breast cancer, you lose your hair, you lose your looks. I was 90 pounds. And when that unveiled, I had to quickly figure out what I was going to be determined to do. Okay, it's the force that is shaping your happiness every day, despite your chronic pain and difficulties that you may having. And yes, we can be determined, but sometimes it may lead us to the pathway that may be not the best for us, but is the same force that can also be shaping our happiness. In that moments of big obstacles, big difficulties, maybe everything being against you, how did you get that 
determination still going because I think it's so easy to give up when things get so tough. It's easier when our life is wonderful and we have the support and we are optimistic about the future. But what about when we feel I am on the verge of giving up? How were you able to access that determination? Well, I think to be totally fair with my journey, I didn't realize the determination in my life until after my career was ended and my illnesses began because I wasn't spending time introspection learning about myself. I was so focused on the exterior, the materialism. We all idolize something, all of us. And so the things that I was idolizing could be taken away like instantaneously. I mean, I was building my life on sand and I didn't know it. And, and in the illness world, I had to build a home. I mean, I wasn't sure how to bridge the past to the future. Like, because when you're diagnosed with cancer, that, that old self is over. And so when I started to wait for surgery and wait for chemotherapy and have all that time that was alone and sit in the bathtub when I was throwing up because I was so sick, all that time, I started to spend that time literally learning about myself. And it was a moment in time, well, it was 15 months of chemotherapy in time where I had an opportunity. And I, I shifted my perspective. I shifted the false idols. And I started to realize that one, I had a lot of grit and grace. I had a lot of determination. And now I got to choose where I was going. I wasn't going anywhere by accident. I wasn't following a path that I had just already followed because that path was over. And so when I realized how much determination I had, I was like, you know what? I'm going to build something from this. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to lead. I'm going to show people hope. I'm going to use my story and show people how not to do it and also show people how you can get through it. And so for me, taking that time to really get to know myself and realizing that determination was a characteristic that I embodied, well, how was I going to show that to other people? Anytime we can show up for somebody and anytime we can lead and show people hope, it's a privilege. That's absolutely amazing. That idea of self-reflection and really getting to know ourselves, even in such a difficult situations. Thinking about that kind of purpose and meaning and how you can change the world when you are struggling with your health. Is determination necessary to our happiness? I think so. When life throws us curveballs and when life choices are low and freedoms are low, our happiness is lower. And so if you have determination to broaden your life with different choices and broaden your life with different freedoms, you're going to be happier. I think that helplessness is learned and so is hopelessness. And when our external circumstances may be so uh, limiting, what kind of freedoms are you looking for to keep that determination going? I'm handicapped in my right arm. I can walk and I can drive a car and I can cook. And those are freedoms. I'm grateful for those freedoms. But if we don't use our determination with the ability that we have, then that's inherently going to limit our freedoms. When I was going through chemotherapy, when I was sick in a hospital, when I was sick in the bathtub and I was limited, right? I had to be determined to find joy in other places. I had to be determined to find joy within those walls. That's not easy, but it's, it's definitely a reaction. 
and it's a choice. And so when I stopped reacting out of fear and when I started reacting out of hope, that changed my life. Chemotherapy, illness, chronic pain, COVID, all these things that are pushing up us against the wall. We can take a look inside and go, okay, what's making me tick? What's making me happy right now? What's missing? And then use that as a tool and use that as a measure and say, okay, well, I'm going to be determined to be happier. And this is how I'm going to do it because these are the things that I need in my life. And so we're all limited to some regard and we're all limited in a way in our mind. And so when we have determination to get out of that negative space in our own head, we spend the time doing it. But if we're not determined to change the tapes in our head that are negative, we're not going to do that. We're going to be stuck in that paralysis of negativity. So when I was faced with all those obstacles, I was determined to get out of it. And most importantly, in my mind, I was determined to get out of that fear. Wow. Okay. So very much that freedom of choosing our mindset, choosing our approach, definitely supporting the positive thinking. Tell us a little bit more about that journey of choosing happiness. What kind of happiness boosting habits do you do on daily basis to help you to deal with some of the difficulties you are facing? Yeah. So I do wake up every day in chronic pain and that's a burden. And a lot of people can't get through that. And I understand that. And, and my unhappiness would be justified. But living in that unhappiness is not justified. I used to talk badly about myself in my own headspace, in my own mindset. And once I went through all these obstacles, I was like, I have to change that tape. And so I started to think differently. And when I caught myself saying something negative in my own head, like, oh, you're not worthy or you're not good enough, or you this is not your career anymore because you weren't supposed to be in that space, uh, that kind of imposter syndrome. When I took those thoughts captive and said, okay, no, I'm not going to tell myself that anymore. And I shifted it and I changed those thoughts. That's self-care. That's happiness. And when I stopped listening to negative people in my surroundings, in my circle, and I gently got rid of those people out of my life, that's also self-care. And that's also measures of happiness that I can do for myself on a day-to-day basis. I don't really watch the news anymore because if I put the news on when I'm working all morning versus a podcast that's uplifting, I'm a totally different person because the news is very negative. But There's no reason for us to meditate on that. There's no reason for that tape to play over and over in our head. That becomes a bit of self-sabotage. And so I choose what I listen to. I choose what goes on inside of my head. I choose to act a certain way. And those things bring me happiness. And those are all choices. And they're also reactions. How we react is critical. And I'll give you another example. We react typically in three ways. Out of pride and ego, number one. Number two, out of malice or number three out of compassion. If you walk through your day every day and remind yourself of that, and even if somebody makes you mad and you want to lash out, you want to honk your horn at them, or you want to get back at them, you have a choice to act out of compassion. And I started this like three or four years ago, and I now I stop myself if I'm reacting negatively, and I'll stop myself and say, okay, how can you react out of compassion? Just the reaction has brought great happiness in my life. And listen, oftentimes reacting out of pride and malice is also justified, but it's a choice. And I don't want to, I don't want to live in that space of anger or fear or malice or or pride. I want to live out of compassion. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think on a daily basis, uh, when we are under pressure or things are happening, as you said, it's so easy to choose that path or negativity or maybe acting, as you're saying, out of malice uh, and getting angry, getting annoyed, getting frustrated. But it just takes so much more choice and energy and kindness to ourselves and other people to actually act out of compassion. I really love that. And I also love that you're saying about not meditating on the news it's so much negativity happening there but uh, uh, how are we taking care of our mental health on daily basis how are we looking after ourselves so we have that energy that resilience and that determination to act when things are um, going tough because I personally feel like when the challenge is happening then I'm like oh no I need to be resilient but if you haven't really built up that resilience beforehand how are you supposed to be resilient when things are getting tough so it's kind of like practicing every day to then be ready when the pressure hits exactly and the other thing about determination which i think is so critical we can't meditate or focus on the outcome meaning i'll give you an example when i let go of whether or not i was going to survive cancer when i let go of the survival rate when i let go of what the doctor said to me this is your chances of survival when i let all of that go my life became inherently happy because I wasn't so focused on the outcome. I was focused on living every single day. And I think that's a big difference. Christine, what practical steps would you share with listeners to become determined? So let's say they are going through something very challenging. As you said, you went through this. You tried lots of different methods, tools. What kind of very practical steps would you say, okay, if you can implement this on a daily basis, this will definitely uh, make a positive impact on your life? The first thing I would do is work on your self-esteem so that you have the courage to do what you set out to do. And once your self-esteem is built on not things of this world, because those can be taken away so easily, not materialism, not accolades from social media, not likes and followers and things like that, that can be stripped away from you tomorrow. When you build your life, when you build your self-esteem on something sturdy, then ask yourself, what, are, what am I determined to do? I'm so curious about how do we build that self-esteem and how can we build it on those values and intrinsic aspects? So you're right, when the external things go away, we are still staying strong. What's your recipe there? So my recipe is literally every day, positive self-talk. And that's not easy, but we have to stop those negative thoughts. We have to take them captive and ask, where does this come from? And what do you want to replace it with? That's number one. Number two is, what are you listening around you? And I'm talking about what's on TV, what podcasts, who are you following on social media? Like, are those people cheering you on? Are those people leading you? Are those people tearing you down? And that, that's very critical. Then you have to go look at your inner circle, friends, family, and you have to figure out where is negativity coming from those people. And then you have to gently and kindly get rid of the people that are bringing you down. And then you have to start looking at other things. Like, what are you pouring into? So for me, I had terrible chemo brain after I went through chemotherapy. I could hardly drive down the street. I would forget what side of the street to drive on. I'm not kidding you. It was really traumatic. And so I'd have to pull my car over to the side of the street 
until I saw another car so I could figure out what side of the street to, to drive on. And I decided in that moment, again, we have these choices, right? That I wasn't going to tell myself that I was permanently had chemo brain. I wasn't going to tell myself that I was stupid. I told myself, no, you're smart. You can figure this out. And so what I did was I decided to go back to school. Because I had built my self-esteem up at that point, I, I applied to Harvard. Because I'm just going to shoot for the stars. I got nothing to lose. If Harvard says no, okay, I'll go to a different school. But I built my self-esteem and I believed in myself, even though I had chemo brain. And so I applied to Harvard and I got in. And so for the last year and a half, I've rebuilt my cognitive skills. I've rebuilt my brain. I have no more chemo brain. That's how you build your self-esteem. You believe in yourself, but then do it. Wow. Thank you so much, Christine. This is so inspiring and so practical. And I really do hope that our listeners will take that on, try it out and see what results they will get. Thank you again so much for coming to End Happiness. Thank you so much. So how to become more determined? There are two practical ideas for you to try. One, when feeling helpless or stuck in a situation, make a list of choices that you have. Yes, there is plenty of things that you cannot control, but what could you do in this one particular moment? As Christine pointed out, we do have a choice over our mindset and whether we act out of compassion. Two, look at your daily routine. What actions could you choose to build your happiness throughout the day. Specifically, look at actions that can build your self-esteem and make you feel good about yourself. For me personally, spending a few minutes doing something that I'm very good at gives me that sense of empowerment and determination to keep going. I really do hope that you try some of those actions. And you know what? It would be really amazing to hear from you, uh, to see how you're getting on and whether you're finding those tips useful. Drop me a note on claudia at endhappiness.co.uk. It sometimes really gets lonely up here when podcasting. Uh, and of course, any feedback on the new Series 3 of Unhappiness is very much appreciated as well. In the next episode, we are talking about expression and happiness, where we'll find out more about visualizing our happiness and playfully drawing attention to those small daily pleasures that make us feel, feel good. Until then, don't forget to be happy. Bye.